Hello, 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 hello out there in the wonderful world that is the world. <laughs> it's your favorite friend, Agent K, and I would like to welcome you to the lovely, imperfectly perfect, the podcast. And um, it's been a little while, and I will say that I went on vacation. I did a lovely cruise again and had to really reset myself because it was time. So for the year 2022, I did three cruises in less than 12 months, and that's the most I've ever done cruises in my whole entire life. And it was amazing. But while I was gone on my cruise and getting myself mentally prepared for whatever the world has for me next, I had the opportunity to basically meet new people. And I love meeting new people because I get to see the other side of the world where I don't have to be the social worker, or I don't have to be the helper, or I don't have to be the person who has to find all the solutions to everything, or be the therapist or the counselor or any of those things. I get to be me. And most importantly, I get to be who I destined to be, just another person rocking it out. On my journey with everything, I have learned... um I have learned that I have to be truthful with myself as well with others. So I'm also learning that you can't be open with everybody. And this particular trip has proven that true. So allow me to explain. Um, On my trip, I met a couple. And they seem to be cool people and stuff like that. And um, I... Do what normal people do. They open themselves up to meet new people. One of my flaws is that I open myself up, but I don't continuously keep in contact with people or, you know, gather a collective that I feel so comfortable with. So one person in this couple I felt comfortable with, and I, she was telling me about her boyfriend. And instead of me analyzing what was going on in their relationship, which unfortunately from a mile away, you could see what was going on in their relationship. I just opened myself up to letting her know that I understand where her partner was coming from. I, too, have issues with dealing with intimacy. And to the point where it takes me a very long time to trust people. And um, the only reason I allowed myself to be open to this person or these people was because I was trying a new way of thinking. I've been on this little self-discovery journey, which you have heard bits and pieces about 
that I have just been trying to get myself in a place where I can feel comfortable and be able to deal with people from where they are. So my whole mission of sharing myself with these with this particular person in particular is to let them know, you know, you can't fix anybody. You can only meet them where they are. Now, to give you some background on this person, we'll call her Lisa. Lisa um, is going through a divorce. Her partner is divorced. Her partner had been with his um, significant other for 10 years, and the divorce is finalized. She has been with her partner for 20. She is in her 40s, and um, she has two children. She has been going through this divorce for the last year. She put in the divorce a year ago. She's been dating her current partner for a year. So you could already see where there is a little trauma. She has it in her head on how she explained it to me and another person that she's trying to make him better. She wants to get remarried. She's not divorced yet. She's trying to get remarried. She's trying to do this. She's trying to do that. But, you know, she hasn't got off of space one. So I share with her that I understand where her partner is coming from, but I'm not saying that he has the exact same issues that I have. My issue is that I want to be, I, even as a little on girl, I wanted to be protected. And being protected by your mom or your grandmother, in my case, of both, is different than being taught and protected by a male, which happens to be your father. In my case, my father didn't have that time. He was working. He was being a minister. He was doing everything he was supposed to do to look good in front of whoever he needed to look good for. But when it came to his own flock, and I'm a firm believer of this, when it comes to your own flock, you got to take care of your own flock first before you can take care of others. My father failed to do that. He took care of others and depended on my mother to take care of his flock and take on his responsibility, which at times had proven to be very difficult for my mother, especially after he had gotten very ill and never recovered. So I shared this with her and I said, for me, intimacy with a male is kind of difficult. I said, I'm not gay. I'm 100% straight. It's just that I feel that if I give up too much to the opposite sex, not that I, not only do I lose control of the situation, but I also lose control of how I want to be perceived. And how I want to be, feel like I am being loved and cared for. And it goes all back to that protection. At least in my head, it goes back to protection. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. 
But um, that would be up to you guys to just like hit me up and tell me your point of view and we could discuss it during another show. I shared this with her. A um, couple hours go by, we go to have dinner and um, she starts going in on her boyfriend. And me, and it's the four of us, me, um, another friend, and the couple. And me and the other friend are feeling very uncomfortable. Uh, because this is the second dinner we had. And the first one wasn't that bad. But then all of a sudden, I guess she wanted to show her dominance over the relationship. And... um you know, I've had a couple of drinks, but I was still in my full faculties. And she she just point blank was like going in on him. And then she turned on me and went on in on me. And the old me would have just like snatched her by her dress and beat her ass. But, you know, I'm not that person anymore. I am more adult now. But... I just looked at her like she was crazy. She was like, you don't have nothing to say? I was like, no, not really. And I whipped out my phone. And I started playing Monopoly. My other friend was like, do you see what happened? She's just playing a a game on her phone. And the guy was actually, he was just shocked that his girlfriend was saying those things. But yet he wasn't shocked. But yet he was shocked. You know how some people would get that look? And then um, she started back in on him. And sometimes I feel like I was just ignoring her. And I and I will not front. I was ignoring her. But she wasn't worth my time. I ignored her. And I point blank. Every time the waiter came by, he was like, do you guys want anything to drink? I didn't order much for myself, but I looked at him, and, and just to piss her off even more, I looked at him, and then I looked at the waiter, and at one point, I wasn't even looking at the waiter, I was just playing with my phone, and I would say um, to her boyfriend, don't you want another Hennessy? He's like, yes, I do, and I'm doing, I was doing that on purpose. You may want to make me look like a fool, but I'm making you look like a bigger fool, because your man is ordering exactly what I tell him to order. And I'm not usually that petty. But at that point, I didn't give a damn. So he was like, yes, I want another Hennessy. And then I was like, do you want a double? He's like, yes, I want a double. I said to the waiter, he'll take a double. And I say it with a smile, even though I'm not even looking at anybody. See? I'm saying that all to say is God don't like ugly. And I don't have to be ugly with you. I could just be myself and do what I got to do. But I will say that she did disturb my peace because here I am at a steakhouse on my ship and I can't enjoy my steak. That was something that, you know, made me feel uncomfortable. And I lost my appetite for the rest of the day. 
I went went back to my room. I laid down. I went to sleep. So I'm sharing this with you because it did bother me for a little bit because I'm sitting there trying to figure out why she went after me like that. And to tell you the truth, my conclusion is that she went after me like that because it had nothing to do with me. It had everything to do with what was going on in her relationship with this man. So her story is she's going through a divorce. Her her husband is a truck driver. And he went back to using. And within their 20-year relationship, she married him at 21. um, Through their 20-year relationship, he has been cheating on her. She didn't have enough evidence that he was cheating until he his one of his side pieces called her and let her know what the dealio was. She didn't give herself time to mourn. She did not give herself time to heal. She didn't even give herself time to think about it. She went and started the divorce proceedings, which they're barely finding him as we speak. Um. After a year of litigation, she just now found an address for him because he was trying to do some slick stuff with her, with her credit rating. Go fig. Um, she is, she didn't give herself time to reevaluate herself. Now, I'm, I'm taking the aspect of yes. The man cheated, he was wrong. But it also has to take the aspect of what are you doing in the relationship that led him to the foreground that he needed to cheat on you? That led led him to the foreground that he had to hide that he was using again. Because you did have no inkling while he was home with you that he was doing these things. Because when he was with you, he was intensive, attentive of you. Either way, you rush back into a relationship with a new man who has a similar background as your old man. Except this new man has a little bit more going on for himself. But I have suspicions that your new man maybe have more in common with your old man than you thought. So you just falling into patterns and you're doing the same thing over and over again. The only difference is you're not 20, you're not in your 20s now, you're in your 40s. You've had two children, you're not going to have no more. And now you're realizing that you need to get your ish together so that you can move on. But you can't move on because you're depending on him to do what he needs to do so that you can move on. But meanwhile, you're telling me your babies are okay. Now, I've, I'm a firm believer of a woman getting everything that she's doing, especially if she's been dedicating her life for over 20 years to a man. And he did not do what his part of the agreement is. But what I do not agree with is that you trying to change a, your new man to make up 
for what your old man did. You trying to make him better. You got to. I don't know how many times I have to tell females this or I have to tell males this or if I have to tell people this. You can't make nobody better if they don't want to be better. You cannot force a horse to go to water. You can't force a man to do therapy. You can't force a man to stop using drugs, stop drinking, stop gambling, nothing. They're going to have to want that for themselves. So you sitting down there saying, I'm going to make him better. Instead of him taking elevators, I want him to take stairs. Instead of him drinking so much, I want him to have orange juice. You can't make a man change. You can't make a woman change. When a person is stuck in their ways, no matter how old that person happens to be, the only people you can, let me take that back, the only people you could change is when they're in their formative years from the age of zero to about 12. Those are the years that you could, you could guide somebody into proper in my opinion, and proper ways of handling things. But when you get a man that is in his 40s and he's been living this life all his 40-something years and you're going to tell me I'm going to change him because he's going to marry me and he's going to do this and he's going to do that and he's going to be this, he's going to be that. There's a problem. And to let you know how much this man loves her, He's not talking no bit about their relationship, about how wonderful he's happy and all this other stuff. You know what he's talking about? He's talking about how he spent three weeks in his basement and built a bar. To the point that he has pictures of the bar as his screensaver on his phone. I paused there because I know y'all laughing because I was in internally, you know, I'm laughing, but I feel sorry for the sister. Because she doesn't see she's just wasting another year of her life. So I learned on my journey, and this is just for my journey, and I can I can say what you can do for your journey, but your journey is going to be definitely different than my journey. I learned in my journey that I can play Easter Bunny. Or should I say, um, Santa Claus? Santa Claus might be a better, um, description. I can't jump from chimney to chimney and dropping my gifts to every household and not come out damaged. Now you're probably wondering, how is Santa Claus coming out damaged? So Santa Claus has to fly in his sleigh. Jump down the chimney, carry that heavy bag, put out the gifts, jump back in the chimney, jump back up to the roof, and back into his sleigh. Now, in all that, I want you to think about this. You have him jumping out of the sleigh and carrying a heavy bag, back issues. You got to jump down the chimney, wear and tear on his body and his clothes. Then he got to jump back up the chimney. There we go with the back issues and the, and the wear and tear of the body again. And then he got to get in the sleigh and have the reindeer fly him to the next house. Guess what? 
the reindeer is getting worn torn too because now they got to still pull this heavy sleigh with with all these whatever gifts are left and the same big fat man. So yes, she did not give herself time to rest. The only difference between her and Santa Claus is that Santa Claus got 364 days to rest and she does not. And that's just the gist of it. I'm going to say this one time and one time only. But I've said it half a million times by now. You can't change nobody. The only person you can change is yourself. So instead of her healing thyself, she's sitting down there trying to heal the world. You can't heal the world, boo. You can only heal yourself. She's sitting there telling him she's bored. She don't want to. She don't want to get into water. She. A lot of things I don't understand about people. You know, you do things for the experience. If you're going to do things for the experience, you do it fully. You don't do it haphazardly. So if you're going on a cruise. And not get in water. There's a problem. And then you say, I'm doing it for the experience. Okay. All right. You're doing it for the experience. Okay. Whatever. But the long story short of this is the only person you can change is yourself. The only person you could heal unless you're God, the doctor, the therapist, or anything is yourself. And even if you are God, the therapist, or the doctor, the patient, repeat, the patient is going to want to have to find a way to want to be healthy themselves. Ooh. Like I said, I am not perfect. And I'm perfectly happy. Being imperfectly perfect. The podcast. (laughs) Okay, good people. Until next time. You can hit me up on. Twitter. At K of LDA. Or at IMP Perfect The Pod. You can find me. On your. Instagram as the. At the real Keisha, spelled K-A-I-S-H-A. Or you can leave me a message at the end or a comment at the end of this uh, podcast. Please like and subscribe. That helps others find us and show me that there are people out there listening. Have a blessed one. Bye-bye now.